Like Trump's uh, tweets get censored because they're not violent. Yet I can post pictures of Harley Jarvis whenever I want. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think it's because it's it's so it's so out there that it's in the realm of absurdity. We should not be sharing pictures of him. Like you share a picture of Hitler in a bikini, people know yep. you're joking. You yep. show a picture yep. of Harley Jarvis in any context, people know you're joking. You're not that cruel. I don't know, man. I'd punch that fucking baby square in the nose if I saw him. <laughs> Welcome to the Retrograde Podcast, where we remind you what you used to love and whether or not you still should. I'm Andrew Bascom. And I am my Keo Geo pocket color, Aaron Word. <laughs> oh, very nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm so glad we're doing a Neo Geo game because I would see them all the time at the arcades and really not fully understand what that meant. Like, why yeah. were there any games inside of one cabinet? What is a Neo Geo? What is that? What does that entail? Why does the Ninja Turtles get their own cabinet where, you know, Bobble Bobble has to share with Metal Slug? Like that. Yeah. The Bubble Bobble was just a throw into like all the shittiest arcade games. Like, did people yeah. play that or was it like, I'm trying to think of, of something in, oh. in a different industry where you just throw in or it was kind of like how, how on the, uh, on, on Nintendo, they throw in Duck Hunt with a bunch of different games. They're like, yeah. here, here's Duck Hunt. Like you're, you're okay. You're okay. Oh, it's so true. Actually, no, we have a mutual friend that uh, played me Nintendo, in Bubble Bobble. Nintendo, we have a mutual friend. Hey, baby, that's what you're going to get if you stick around for the rest of the podcast. You get a lot of cool wordplay, baby. And so he was playing Bobble Bobble. He's like, he's like, oh, let's play Bobble Bobble. I'm like, I guess. Like, you know, like, I guess was nothing else available, I guess. And, <laughs> uh, and he smoked me. And it's in the way that, like, you know how sometimes, like, Oh, I'll play chess and we'll play chess together. And then someone comes by that knows how to play chess. And I don't mean like knows the rules, but knows like all of a sudden is now thinking five plays ahead. And yeah. you're like, oh, we're not playing the same game, are we? That was that with Bobble Bobble. Like, yeah, it's oh. it's weird. I've had that experience. I remember the the biggest discrepancy in skill levels I've ever had. And I think I talked about this in our Street Fighter episode was during a game of Street Fighter where I was at an age where I just kind of assumed that like, you button mashed in fighting games. That's what you right. did. Like I knew there were things that you could do to better your chances, but I didn't understand that people could like memorize the move set of a character. And yeah. this guy was holding court in an arcade. And I was like, sure, this guy doesn't realize that like I know how to play Street Fighter. I'm going to yeah. go kick his ass. And turns out, I don't think I landed a hit on him and I, I left the arcade. I walked out of there without saying anything to anyone. I was, it just took me a while to realize that that was possible. And Mario Kart is another example of that mm. where there are people who are good at Mario Kart. Yeah. And every so often you play someone who is great at Mario Kart. And I learned this by playing online more often. And it's like, oh, this person wins every match and doesn't have the excuse that the blue shell hit them three times. Cause even oh. if it does, they're still going to win. I, I can think of 10 more examples. So I guess what we're just describing is that that's just true of video games. Like you can kind of be like, <laughs> like I'm the same way that like, I'm really good at Madden and like NBA 2K and stuff like that. And then yeah. all of a sudden I'll play someone online and it's like, th it's like they're Neo in the matrix or something like that. And they're like, yeah, they're the one moving the parts. And you're like, Oh, huh. You know, I, it's so funny about, you know, fighting games, which we are not, we are self self-proclaimed, not fighting boys. We're pacifists. No, and, and, you, and, you, and even then you are a much, you are much better at fighting games than I am. I cannot win fighting games except for Tekken for some reason, which oh, yeah, I Tekken, you were kicking ass, but yeah, uh, yeah, Jacob, we love you. Uh, yeah. and so it's it, that like in fighting games, you hear people talk about like, oh, that's that, well, that move takes that frame rate and this move takes this frame rate. And you're like, I, I you know what? I hate to say, if you pull a, a move where you're shooting a fireball, I think you're cheating. So like, I'm not even like. <laughs> 
close to like you know thinking about that jump kick timing. A set sets the Dukin. A set sets the Dukin. Fuck off if you want. <laughs> That's a man. How is she shooting fire? You're cheating, and then I burn him for being a witch. <laughs> Did you just say that is a man? How is she shooting fire? How is that's he very, shooting fire? That's very progressive of you. Is well, that is I a man? Know. How is she shooting fire? It's like, are you talking Ryu or Chun Li or some combination of both? I don't know, but if God was one of us, she wouldn't like Ooh. this talk very much. I'm very what, progressive. What if God was one of us? Just just a slob like one of us. Just know. a stranger on the bus trying to make his way across something. That's Cheryl Crow, right? I don't think so. Or is it Amanda Marshall? Amanda Marshall. That's, a, that's right. Yeah. You know what? Two things that didn't age well. Amanda Marshall and that song. What is that all about? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I mean, it's it's good enough to have uh, been resurrected in the minds and bodies and souls of the D-pads on today's episode. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, but like, oh, I don't know. Just the messaging behind it. It's like, what if God was one of us? It's like, oh my God, this is the laziest writing of all time. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's something that sounds profound until you actually like pick it apart. Yeah. And you're like, well, then that would mean that he's going to die in a couple of years. Like what? Yeah. he's, Wait, he's probably a bit racist. Like what the is guy, so the, the guy or girl? Okay, that uh, <laughs> created us and has a plan for us and made and made us do all these things. Now comes around and goes, "You monsters!" And you're like, "I'm sorry, what? Thank you very much. <laughs> like my fault? I, uh, <laughs> fuck. Um, so fuck you, Amanda Marshall. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that's what this. You know what? Fuck Metal Slug. Let's let's talk about Amanda Marshall more. Absolutely. Welcome to the Marshall Cast, where we you know, just <laughs> talk about Amanda Marshall. We are not Marshall. How about that for a movie? <laughs> yeah. Um, so you, you made it, you brought up a good point in the arcades, uh, about, uh, Neo Geo and uh, the arcade cabinets. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to talk about SNK, the company behind Metal Slug, uh, Please. and, and Neo Geo, that's their, their uh, console that they made. I have always been fascinated by SNK. They remind me a lot of Sega because they used to be in the hardware business. They used to make games and they had the Neo Geo pocket and pocket color. Uh, and then they essentially just went bankrupt and they've been struggling to make third-party software and this and that. Um, in a similar way to Sega, but it seems like Sega's kind of gotten their 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 feet under them a little bit more. Um, SNK's always also reminded me of Capcom, just in terms of the art styling and the types of games that were that were made. But it's so much more uh, Japanese centric and focused, and and it, that was what was kind of specific about it. And I remember I used to always get the SNK. Uh, uh, Neo Geo Pocket and Pocket Color mixed up with the Wonder Swan. Did you ever see the Wonder Swan, the console? No. What is a Wonder Swan? It was super. That sounds niche. like a toy. It could be based on the shape of it. I mean, well, anything I think any, could be. anything could be a sex toy. I think that's what we're discovering. Is anything? Yeah. Could be, but... Anything could be. My hand could be for you if you want. Is that an offer or is that like a? Listen, when this quarantine ends, baby, I will do whatever you want. <laughs> Anything like for human contact. Caged animal <laughs> coming out of the wild. Nicholas caged animal. Um, I There you go. There's more of that fantastic <laughs> wordplay for you, D-Pads. Nicholas caged animal, and he's on the search for the Constitution of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> um, I heard there's a map on the back of that, actually. Oh, that can't be true. Shh. <laughs> we gotta go. It's, I don't know. Now I'm confusing the plot of that story with um, uh, da, da Vinci. Oh, the Da, da Vinci Code. The Da Vinci Code, where there's a, an albino priest that's attacking people. Man, that's, your, that's ripe for crossover. That's what we should do. I, I was just going to say, that would be a perfect crossover. 
it imagine angels and demons and Da Vinci Code and National Treasure, Nicolas Cage and Robert Ludlow, or not Robert, um, Robert, what was his name? Oh, man. The like, character in all those movies and books. Yeah. But like, it's like, those are classic two things of like making stupid people feel smart all over. Like, yes. like where it's like, ooh, it's a mystery. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah. not really. But um, yeah, like, oh, and the Masons and like uh, the founding of America, but religion is weirdly attached to it. Ooh, there we go. Let's stop doing this. We're going to scrap Marshall cast. We're going to scrap this podcast and we're going to just create the crossover that everyone's been asking for. I, the, I, I like the track that we're on, but don't mm -hmm. you worry a little bit that the people who really expected us to break ground with the Marshall cast are going to be yeah. pretty pissed off if we just leave them hanging. I think so. But you know who mostly would be the Marshall speaker company who probably invested heavily in their advertisements for us. I actually got, Oh, actually, hang on. Sorry. My phone's ringing. Oh, what's up? Ring, ring, ring. Oh, he, totally uh, Hey, John Marshall. What is going on? John, are you there? John? Marshall. John? Oh, he's gone. No. Oh, John, John. Oh, John oh, Marshall. Oh. Hello. Yeah. Oh, is he, wait, wait. Hello. Oh my God, John. Hey, how's it going? Uh, Andrew's Andrew's brother, John Marshall, because you guys sound so alike. Hey, yeah, um, we're a lot alike. We were talking the other day about you sponsoring our new podcast called uh, uh, "What's Wrong with What What's Wrong with Marshall." Yeah, obviously the tie-ins are so strong. I, we couldn't we couldn't we couldn't miss this opportunity. Could couldn't miss this opportunity. So I was thinking, okay, listen, if we decided to pivot. And instead uh -huh. of the 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 Marshall podcast that the world is clamoring for, if we yeah. did a crossover between Angels and Demons and Da Vinci Code right. and and that other great movie, the the National Treasure, National okay. Treasure. Um, yeah, I'm wondering if you're time. still interested. Like maybe uh 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 Declaration of Independence branded Marshall oh, speaker wow. that we can add in there. Is that oh something that you God. might be interested in? Unfortunately, the Marshall Company cannot get involved at all because you're too close to the truth. Oh my God. It's interesting that you're in charge of a speaker company, which yep. amplifies things, and uh -huh. you're whispering. That's oh so God. ironic. I, I, got, uh, I got it. I got to go. Uh, I got to go. You're too close to the truth. Run. Okay. Andrew, I think we need to pivot once again to a What's movie up? about John Marshall, the owner huh. of Marshall Speaker Company, because yeah. he seemed like he had some secrets and we Whoa. can explore that. Listen, Nicolas Cage can be involved or doesn't have to be, but I, I think we're I, I think he's kind of like in bankruptcy trouble. So I think he'll take anything that has like a ham sandwich attached to it. <laughs> it seems like it. It seems like it. <laughs> I'll give you the change out of my pocket. And I don't know, like a, a diet Coke. And he's like, I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine having had as much money as Nicolas Cage and it, and then not have it. Like I just, it, it no, baffles no. me how that, I'm sure there's a reason for it or whatever. He um, wasted it on dinosaur bones and like opals and stuff like that. Can't That's you a real resell thing. that? I I know, but like, doesn't that give you a collection that you can resell? Not after what he did to them. <laughs> but I uh, know he, <laughs> he, everything uh, is a sex toy. Exactly. That's the most expensive sex toy at all. It's a femur from a Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. I don't know if they have femurs, but um, femur hardly newer. <laughs> femur did a really good job after New Orleans Katrina. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> But yeah, he also has like 12 houses or something like that. And like six of them foreclosed or whatever. So oh, Nicholas Cage, actor of our generation. Um, 
So, Andrew, what are you uh, – we, we talked about the Neo Geo a little bit. and Actually, I do kind of want to touch back on that because I was talking about the Wonder Swan and the Neo Geo Pocket and oh, Neo yeah. Geo Pocket Color and all that. Um, and what I loved about those um, uh, those consoles at that time and, and, and SNK as a brand is that yeah. because they were so Japanese-centric and I had this fascination at a young age with – all things that were Japanese or like, like it, with the bare understanding of what that meant. I loved anime and I loved, uh, any, anything that was dubbed over, but I was limited in what I could actually explore with regards to new things. So the, the Neo Geo pocket and the wonder Swan as you know, from Bandai, who is, who is kind of focused more in that area, they bring things to those consoles that I had no access to otherwise and right. a friend of mine this guy leo lee one of my best friends in uh in in the early stages of my life uh used to get these and have them and i was enamored by them and in order to get them in north america you had to pay an insane amount of money and thank god i didn't because they just lost support after a couple of years but wow. no one talks about snk the wonder swan the neo geo anymore it's kind of just like this weird lost in the annals of history at least north american history sort of thing like do you, are you do you have any history with these consoles at all or or is oh, it more God, just no. like a name that you've seen it's a name that i've seen it's all in arcades i i've yeah. never as a home console it's not no i i i'm too much of a mainstream bad boy you know like i'm a Ooh, rebel baby. how i always you know follow uh rules and i always just buy things from toys r us you so yeah so, no. you are so rebellious because you have cool mm -hmm. kids who are always telling you not to follow the rules and you yeah. look at them and you say fuck you i'm gonna walk to the beat of my own drum and in doing yeah. so, i'm gonna follow every rule that's put in front of me absolutely i'm gonna be like frick you i'm gonna absolutely keep the receipts and like oh you know do Andrew. Yeah, I know. I, I don't I don't do what people tell me to do. I do what I want to do, which is exactly what other people want me to do, which is follow the rules. And that's why you are so unpredictable. And I, I think really that's am. Why, like 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 a lot of people sit in back alleys with leather jackets and yep. smoke cigarettes, and you're like, uh-uh, baby, I got homework. Math books open to page 369, because yeah. I'm about to get down and funk it with some arithmetic. Absolutely. I, I people like, don't, don't try and don't try and tell me what to do. I do what I want to do. I do it. And Ugh. that's, that's go to bed on time. Um, t take my vitamins and, and get, get a good healthy eight and a half hours. Dude, you know, what's kind of strange about what just happened there. You basically in real life became me. Everything that you're saying is like, <laughs> I do follow the rules all the time. I need my eight and a half hours of sleep. I do take my vitamins. I do not smoke cigarettes. And and I don't succumb to peer pressure. Everything we were just joking about, it just dawned on me. I'm like, I am the coolest person in the world. If this is a new barometer we're, jo cool. we're joking that somebody has so little perception of how they are in the world. And uh, Mikey's like, oh my God, I see oh. myself in this. <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's good i like that all right good shit oh good i'm glad to hear that yeah we, this is just this is just our annual roast where uh we once a year just roast each other very lightly you know like in uh mm. you know like when you're toasting a marshmallow i, I don't do. like burnt marshmallows i just like lightly browned marshmallows with a little bit of a shell and they're soft on the inside that's how we're roasting each other just lightly so we're perfect oh actually you also kind of just described me as well a little bit of a shell but very soft on the inside <laughs> Um, I, uh, and it I, continues. I also don't think that people actually have ever liked roasted marshmallows. Am I crazy? Do people like, I, them? 
I okay. I'm so glad you're talking about this. I think s'mores are one of the most overrated food ever because yeah. I've never eaten a s'more and gone like that. That was the most convenient way of eating all these things. <laughs> <laughs> like I've always done it where like chocolate is not melted. I don't know how you you don't stick chocolate on a stick. So how is that melting? <laughs> um, you put the marshmallow and then it all just and you're you're eating it with crackers that just yeah. crumble. That's not there's a reason I don't eat a club sandwich with two you know rich crackers. Like I don't. Oh, it drives me crazy. Like, oh, and I've got to like, I've got, you know, gloves on or something because it's cold and I'm eating. I'm like, this is very good. Thank you very much. You know? Dude, imagine also like we, we had, we had s'mores when we were kids and you and I are both bearded baby boys now. Yeah. Imagine eating a s'more with a beard. It just mm. would, it would get all over the place. And it, the answer is, I can't eat anything with a beard now, but yeah, like I just, true. I, oh, it's just like, I, except it's like a, for dad ass because <laughs> we're millennials baby we eat ass we eat ass oh no i didn't say dat ass i said dad ass i will only <laughs> eat my dad's ass we eat father's ass <laughs> oh uh, i don't know weird. if we've ever lost the thread on an episode as much as we, we are keep trying one. to keep going back and then we keep going to sex toys and nicholas cage and dad ass which is of Ooh. course father's ass and, hey, uh, hey, speaking of Father's Day is coming up. And if you don't is. know what to get him, you need to get in to dad ass. <laughs> Two <laughs> things. You got to obviously get him a good session of ass eating. And you got to not forget that, you know, the, one of the areas <laughs> like vegetables <laughs> and starches, you got to have your ass quotient every day. That you you do. For a healthy uh, food pyramid. Hey, do you remember the food pyramid and how yeah. much bullshit that was? Like looking yeah. back, looking back, of course it did. Milk? was on there what the fuck like dairy dairy as a food group and apparently like finding out that dairy just is not an important element of your like dairy is not it's not fruits and vegetables it's not like meat. Well, st- yeah carbon starches are huge in that and i just gotta think like whatever council of like the dairy farmers of of canada and the like wheat farmers of saskatchewan ha- we're we're paying into big health at that point like there's I no way you, the the government or the the education system whatever it was just had a blank pyramid not yeah. unlike the illuminati Whoa. and went to each of the different like farmers groups the dairy the start yeah. the cart whatever wheat all that you know the starch farmers um and <laughs> went to, well just like luke skywalker's relatives the moisture farmers yeah, yeah they're starch yeah. farmers moisture farmers, yeah, starch farmers um yeah. and and they basically like auctioned off areas on the pyramid to say like what do you think like hey you want to be the top of the pyramid dairy farmers yeah. that you're gonna have to pay a shit ton of money absolutely there's 20 spots and we're gonna talk we're gonna teach one all these little stupid lemmings in elementary school <laughs> what this is each spot is a hundred thousand dollars. I don't care. We'll make the pyramid. All 20 spots are bread. You just got to get 20 <laughs> bread in every day. I don't fucking care. I'm corrupt. <laughs> um, oh my God. You know what that reminds me of actually is don't hug me. I'm scared. The episode on food where it's like, it's, oh, it's basically yeah. it's broken down into colors. It's like, <laughs> and then it's like your teeth will turn gray. If you haven't seen don't hug me, I'm scared. We brought this up a ton of times on the podcast. Uh, I don't know how you would have avoided it by this point, but yeah, that is There's a bonus episode coming. Me. Where all we discuss is don't hug me, I'm scared. That's a That's great idea. That, I'm just gonna just gonna put it out there. We hope everyone enjoyed our comedy bang bang bonus episode. We enjoyed yeah. recording it. So we <laughs> enjoyed fun. recording it a lot. Actually, I had a lot of fun with that one. That was that was yeah. a really good one. Um, okay, Andrew, what let's about, try and get back to this fucking what game. About, okay? What about uh, do you I have a question for you? Okay, are you uh-huh. ready for the question I'm about to lob oh, your way? I'm always ready, baby. Andrew, do you like video games? <laughs> uh this feels like a trick. This feels like a trap. Uh yeah. Cool. Do you play them? What are you playing right now? Oh, that's a good question. Um, 
Oh my God. I am not happy with myself because I, uh, I turned on Madden again because I got bored with, uh, oh, no. and I found my way into ultimate team. And now I'm like, you know, as they call it, like grinding, I refuse to like, I'm not paying for anything, but I yeah. refuse to. And I'm like, Oh, I got a Ladanian Tomlinson 94 overall. And I'm like, <laughs> like feeling general satisfaction, but it's kind of like playing a slot machine where you're like, it's not fun. And then every once, like once every two hours, you get a jolt of energy and you're like, <gasps> and then you go back to nothing for two hours. That's what you play for. That's what you, I, uh, I don't think. The worst. Like, I like the concept of it, but I know that it's also balanced quite heavily towards paying for the pack. Like that's how they make a lot of their money. And I just don't want to get involved in a system like that. Yeah, um, no, it's, it's the worst. And if anyone knows me, they know I love getting involved in systems. Systems work for me, okay? <laughs> yeah, but I don't want like to be the magic swan. Like the magic, yeah. yeah, the Wonder Swan, baby. Sorry, Wonder Swan. Wonder's so much funnier of a word. <laughs> wonder. wonder Swan. Whoa, like a swan staring at like a galactic empire and just going like, oh wow. <laughs> I wonder, like, I wonder how what many that games are going to be. I, I <laughs> that the Wonder Swan had a Digimon game on it, and I was fucking. I Whoa. loved Digimon. I had a big crush on Sora. I probably still do. I think you can awaken something on me and on me. In me, Sora was the redheaded woman. Oh, I think she was. I, I'm, I'm, uh -oh. I'm discovering that a lot of uh, <laughs> always the, the always the redheaded anime characters. I always loved them. It uh, would be Misty, so much better. I Misty. Well, I was gonna say Misty. It, like Digimon ripped off so much, including just character types, <laughs> like one for yeah, one, a hundred percent. Uh, I just, I just, I'm really glad to hear Sora was a human. I thought you were gonna be like Sora. She's like, no, it was a rock monster. It's like, oh, okay. Uh, I'd like to rock her like a hurricane. You know what I mean? Classic poison. Uh, <laughs> okay. So wait, I, Digimon, I don't get, I, I don't understand that at all, but, um, it's Pokemon or bust. This is kind of what I'm saying. I'm a brand name baby. Like yeah. I, they're probably the exact same game and I could care less, but one felt very real and needed to be respected. And the other one's absolute trash garbage that I should get out of here so fast. But are you saying that one actually is, or, or are you just kind of fanboyed and like, wouldn't oh, like just the other fanboyed. one in your life? Yeah. 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 Fanboyed. Like you know, I loved both. Like uh, Digimon was great and Pokemon was great. Uh, I, I just loved that concept of, of pocket. The only one I didn't like was I think an SNK property uh was monster not monster hunter shit i can't pocket monster no that was pokemon <laughs> <laughs> you just you literally just said pokemon yeah pocket monsters no there was there was another game i can't believe i'm blanking on it right now but i think snk actually released a game around it and it was a similar sort of monster hunting type game um, uh was it okay is it blank check the movie it is. Oh my God. That's the right one. How did you yeah, know? I knew it. Cause he said blank and I was like, Oh, it's gotta be blank. Check the movie. Um, where he gets a slide inside. And obviously it's and so he funny. Tubs of, he eats tubs of ice cream all the time. Oh, the best. I, how is that not like the perfect kid's dream movie where you're just like, the also the part is the, the he didn't get himself hilariously enough money. Like he, he took out so little money and like comparative and he got like a mansion and you know a staff and stuff like that and you, now that i know how money works today kind of uh oh. i'm like that is just not enough like it's so it's also very irresponsible like if you get a million dollars you can make it last if you use it right not if you're constantly buying limo drivers and yeah. and that, uh that an interesting movie that would have been such an, <laughs> an interesting movie that he's just like wow a million dollars 
I need to find a financial advisor so I can stabilize the market. Yeah. For the next <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll, okay, cool. I hear that Google stock is pretty reliable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I called up my friend Steve Jobs and I was like, oh, <laughs> Uh-oh. Okay. Cool. Um, so are you only playing Madden then? Is there anything else you're, you're dabbling no, I, in like, right I now? still dabble in Fortnite. Uh, obviously like my player too, who is the guest host, uh, the other, the other day or uh, on the guest Jack on the other day episode. on the yeah. Jackbox episode, is working her way through red dead. So, uh, that, that is, that's coming to a close and, uh, I'm really enjoying it, uh, as a spectator. So do you just kind of sit back and watch her play Red Dead? Well, so so what's happening is she she is still working from home. So during the day, I have kind of free reign to do whatever I want. And then when she's coming to close, I'm like, obviously, I'm like, you're you do whatever you want. And yeah. so I'll be in there like answering emails or just being on the computer and like looking up every once in a while and going like, oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. OK. Yeah. And I was, or like constant things where what, I must be the worst person to be around because I'll do things like uh I might want to get your guns out soon. And she's just like, uh -oh. you're just looking back like Andrew. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Just, just don't leave the horse without your uh, repeater. Uh, you yeah. know, like that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Oh yeah. That great mechanic of red dead where you have to make sure you pull the gun out from your horse every time you get off of it. Fantastic. Oh no, you're just allowed to carry 30 guns because you're somehow like, I don't know, like a all robot I, or all something. I, all I want to do, I, I just want, I, and oh no, we talked about this actually. I'm pretty sure my game was glitched where it, it wouldn't save where like every time I got off of my horse, even if I saved it to my back and my shoulder, it wouldn't give me my guns when I got oh, off really? the horse. So literally every time I got off, I had to grab them from the horse and I looked it up online and apparently like, a few people's games have been affected by that. Oh, wow. It's, let me tell you, super fucking frustrating. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. Wait, and your, your horse's name was Frankie after your dog? Horse's name was Frankie. And when Frankie died, I basically haven't played the game since. <laughs> <laughs> well, Alex, Alex, also my player too, also does like a real big thing about her horses. And she needs, so the first one was named Achilles. And I'm like, oh, that's great. And then the second one was uh, something like Hercules or something. And the third one was Icarus. And I was like, you know what happens to Icarus in this story, right? <laughs> She's like, yeah. And I'm like, and, and guess what happened to that horse? It died. And I was like, yeah, you picked a character's name that was famous for dying. Like, we only know fire? who Icarus is. Yeah, no. I actually would have been funnier if it like jumped off a bridge or something like that, because then yeah. like falling <laughs> yeah, yeah, would have yeah, been yeah. really good. But no, I think yeah. I got run over by a train. Hmm. As happens to horses. And can we talk about it finally? Where's Sarah McLaughlin's song during the, the horse train massacre? Like, you yeah. know. <laughs> Please donate. Uh, Too many horses are getting run over by trains. <laughs> like poor Icarus here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's just like a horse in two parts because a train just ran right through it. Is that like a story in three parts, but <laughs> yeah. much more tragic? A horse in three parts. <laughs> a horse in three parts. Unless you're serving horses at dinner, which I understand at that point, you have horse in three parts. Yeah. Have you ever have you ever eaten horse? Yeah, I have too. It's delicious. Yeah, it's good. Absolutely. I and if anyone has very, issue, people get very upset with that though. Sometimes I know if you got an issue with that, then you better be vegetarian. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Cows, like, fine. Oh, horses. No, they're beautiful. Okay, well yeah. then your priorities aren't straight. I don't think. <laughs> yeah, I know. I do that all the time. Like, like a uh, dog, and you're like, well, think about it for a second. Hundred <laughs> percent. I'll, I'll eat anything. Judging anybody. Yeah, I'll eat anything, including dad's ass, baby. Dad's ass. <laughs> Um, uh, so let's, let's get into uh, metal slug a little bit. Sure, why um, not? I I'll start by, uh, by, um, saying that my experience, my first experience with metal slug was on, uh, was at an arcade. I was with my brother, we were on vacation and they had a, a, an arcade on site. You still have to pay for the games, but, um, it, oh, it was a pretty decent selection. And one of the things that you have to keep in mind, if, if you're not of the generation that used to go to arcades, like your quarter meant a lot. 
like mm. or however many quarters you had. Yeah, you didn't yeah. just put a quarter into a game for for any reason whatsoever. But I loved the design and the aesthetics of of Metal Slug, and that's what initially grabbed me to it. Never heard of the game before. Did not know much about SNK or the Neo Geo or anything like that. Um, but it was the arcade era. Your quarter meant a lot, and that basically meant like you absolutely had to judge the shit out of that book by its cover before you put the quarter into it. And thank God they they made that design because I ended up loving the gameplay itself. Um, did you play much of this game back in the day or, or did you just know of it? No, I definitely played it. I, I, I played it quite a bit and I always found it to be tremendously satisfying. Yeah, I always really liked, yeah. liked it. I was like, and then, so the problem is I think just being inside of that cabinet with many different things just made it feel inherently cheap for some reason. And so mm -hmm. since I, we've talked about in the past, since I went to arcades and always loved IP, I was always like, Oh, Ninja Turtles, Simpsons, X-Men. Like I was always like, I right. got to do these things because I like those characters and effectively can kind of be the same game. And I didn't care. Sure. Whereas that one was kind of like more of a leap. We're going like, well, if those are being played, I guess I'll play Metal, Metal Slug, even though I liked it as a game. Yeah. You like know, every time I played it, I enjoyed it. You kind of like you almost tripped on your words there and said Metal Gear instead of yeah. metal slug and yeah. i'm pretty sure one of the first reasons my brother and i decided to play this game was because metal and we associated it with metal gear which is like a super mm. has nothing to do with the game itself but we loved metal gear you loved metal gear as well we we basically love, beat metal love. gear solid together you and i um back yeah. in the day where it one of those yep. first rare cinematic style games where it was just as fun to watch someone play it as it was to play it. Metal Slug obviously is not in the same realm. It's it's much more fun to play than it is to watch. Uh, yeah. But because of the aesthetics, it's also kind of interesting to watch. Uh, do you remember much about the like story surrounding the game or is it more just the gameplay? Because if you're in arcades, like who the fuck knows what the story is? No, right? I think it's a lot in like arcades. It's like, you know, I remember Waylon Smithers stealing Maggie Simpson. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. about it. Like for stories, because it's got to be like brought down to like five seconds. So I'm sure, is there a crawl in this game of like story that happens? Cause I don't remember anything about the story yeah, other than there, shoot as many people as possible. There'd be a crawl, but here's, here's another thing that, that I don't think I, I fully recognize. I knew there were a lot of these games, but I, I thought they were all much older games. The time span that metal slug exists is a lot it's a lot different than I expected. I thought it was going to be like late eighties up until like late nineties. And that's kind of it. But the first metal slug game came out in 1996. The second oh. one came out in 98. It was basically every two years since then, all the way up to uh, the seventh metal slug game. Seventh. That's right. Was released in 2008, wow. which is like relatively late considering it was always the same sort of 2D side-scrolling style of game. And yeah. then they have X and, and XX, which are remakes of Metal Slugs 2 and 7. We are gonna and then be Triple X, Metal which is the porn parody of Metal Slug. That's Yeah, absolutely, with Vin Diesel. Oh, yeah, and you play it on the Wonderswan. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, so Metal Slug X is the version we're going to be playing today. It's uh, free and available right now on Xbox Game Pass. If you have mm -hmm. it, Metal Slug X is the re revisited and revised Metal Slug 2. So basically the remake of the game that came out in 1998, which is later than I would have thought that this game was. I, I thought for some reason they'd come out earlier, but but apparently not. Um, uh, in well, in like, Metal I, Oh, yeah, sorry? No, I was just going to say is... Uh, like in arcades, it was really hard to always tell what was new and what was old. Arcades 
were like crystallized to me where I walked into them and they were always kind of the same. And if I saw something new, I would think, I wouldn't think, Oh, that's a brand new thing unless it was like, you know, over the top. But I would think this is, I've never seen that before because I've never been to this arcade before. It's new to the arcade. It's not new in general. So uh, to me, it's not like I was like, you know, with console games come out, you're like, oh, there's a new console game coming out. I'm going to review it. I'm going to read it. I'm right, going to do right. all that kind of stuff. I never, there, I didn't like, you know, subscribe to Arcade Weekly or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New arcades coming out. It's, that's such a good point. Arcades were, were almost like you go there for a sense of familiarity. And like, to me, a new game, whereas you're right, in a, in, when a new console game comes out, that's exciting and that's new. To me, right. an arcade, a new game is an unproven game. And again, so yeah. much of it has to do with the fact that it's like, I like the familiarity. Also similar to what you said, a lot of the games are very similar. So it's more about the 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 skin applied to the game rather than the gameplay itself in a lot of cases. Right. So I don't really want to try something new. When you do try something new and it works, it's great. Also kind of similar to the comedy Bang Bang episode when we were talking about um, the you have a tendency to only want to listen to the episodes with familiar characters. Just mm-hmm. like in arcades, you have a tendency to only want to play the games that you have a familiarity with. But some of the right. best experiences come in those first moments, similar to when I first tried Metal Slug. I was baffled by how good this game was. Um, in in the game, you you play as the in the Peregrine Falcon squad. Um, and you fight against the rebel army, which is always like very traditional, but the army that you're a part of is called the regular army rather than the rebel army. And I know that you're thinking that that's like very traditional. That's like, okay, you're just, you're, you're in the army, you're fighting against the rebel army, but don't let it fool you. There are reincarnated mummies in these games. Of course, of of course there are, you know, like when I signed up for the army, I knew what I was getting into. And you, you know. were getting into Brendan. You were, you were side by side with Brendan Frazier and Billy Zane and Billy uh, Zane Raquel, there. Uh, Rachel Wise and Rachel Weiss, uh, yeah. other people in this. I can't believe I named all that, but yeah, I, obviously I knew what I was getting into. I got into one reason: to fight terrorism. No, to do no. to destroy the mummy population off of this earth. Not father's true. ass population. No, mothers. not mommy's ass. <laughs> father's ass. Um, father's ass. I, uh, it's 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 unclear. Obviously, they're mummies. Mm-hmm. They're reincarnated. Whose side they're really on? But like, <laughs> if you if they are on the rebels' side, and they're foregoing eternal rest to come right. back and prevent right. you from doing something, I'm starting to think we're fighting on the wrong side of things. Like, if a yeah. mummy is willing to come back. To prevent you from doing something all wrapped up in toilet paper and all that, and therefore going what they've always wanted, which is some sort of eternal sleep. What? Why are they fighting that hard? Is this a Star Wars scenario where the rebels are actually the good guys? I honestly, so they they emerge from their crypts and their tombs, and yeah. they they kind of take a look at the world. How do you think they're finding inspiration on what side to fight for? Uh, do you think they're reading about, you know, social justice and looking going, well, these people are being very fair. I, I totally understand it. Or do you think they're taking, you know, big, they're, they're working in big mummy, taking that cash <laughs> and, and you know, they're, they're working as mercenaries for one side. I don't know. That could be it. See the way I see it, you have a lot of time in that sarcophagus to, to do some reading. I'm assuming mm-hmm. at a certain point they're burying these mummies with their phones. They have access to Twitter. They've got some yeah. charging capabilities. Um, And I think that they're up on it. I think they're probably fighting on the right side. What I worry about is our antagonist in this game, General Donald Morden. The only reason you know he's a bad guy is because he has an eye patch. And I think that's Uh, a little judgmental. I think that's a little judgmental. And I'm. What if if you lost an eye saving kids from a burning orphanage? 
That's true. And I always worry about that. Every time I'm yeah. walking down the street, which I do often, okay? No, yeah, you're famous I'm not for that. lying. Yeah, I walk down streets a lot. And uh, yeah. every single time I see a burning orphanage, I think I would, but that eye though. I don't want to I don't want to lose this eye. So I let those kids burn, but in my heart I know that they know that I'm doing it for the right reasons and that's because I don't want to wear a patch because when you wear a patch, people think you're an evil mastermind. And I'm a mastermind. Yes, I'll admit that as well. Hold my totally. feet to the fire, not uh, the orphanage fire, but nope. the proverbial fire. Absolutely. I'm also, a mastermind, classic, but I'm not evil. Classic villain name, Donald Donald, <laughs> oh, and we just oh, let that sit. Watch out, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the retrograde. <laughs> I don't know if you meant that as a political statement, but uh... oh, I totally didn't. But now I'm starting to oh. think about it. I just think it's a hilariously stupid name, and so it's like, oh no, Donald. <laughs> um, what do you wear? That... Only a shirt and no pants, and walk around with Scrooge McDuck. What's what's happening? Yeah, but here? now I'm starting to think about it. Yeah, fuck yeah. him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A it bit. is kind of an evil name a, now that you think about it. A little bit fuck him. A little yeah, bit. Yeah, well, you know what? Um, fuck you. So I, the, the the protagonist of this game, speaking of names, um, yeah. I've, I've never quite understood, like the names have this, like very, speaking of names, uh, well, no, because I'm going to specifically talk about their names. Marco Rossi was the, was the protagonist in the first game, which is yeah. not a traditional like Cody or Guy or Mario. It's like, very specific. The other protagonist is Tarma Rovig, which I think is the dumbest name in the world and makes me convinced is Elon Musk making these names? Should he mm. renege and change the name to something like Ash and Axel? Yeah. Well, the, I think that the, I think the difference is they're just not typically like white American names and they actually have are called like names of culture and stuff like that. So I think that's why it's like Marco. Oh my God. Well, that's weird. But you're thinking about like, no, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's yeah. a realistic name. It's a much more realistic yeah. name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is interesting that it actually has some like, you know, it kind of insinuates some backstory to it, which I kind of like. That's true. Instead That's of like, a I'm a plan. guy on the street. And you're like, oh, yeah. okay, uh, cool. <laughs> you know, great. I, hashtag guy on the street. Billy on the street <laughs> is an unlockable oh. character in this game. Oh, Billy Eichner is just coming and harassing people with microphones. Good old Billy. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, that's that's kind of um, uh, it for my experience with it. Like I never had a home console version of this game, but I did every time I played it, like it kind of took on this legendary status uh, between my brother and myself because it was co-op at the time. Uh, so oh. it reminded us a little bit of, of Contra, but Contra had this really angsty, dark, like typical Konami type feel to it with like mm -hmm. gritty monsters and, and, and it was, it was dark out and nighttime and it was kind of like you against the world, heavy metal, blah, blah, blah. There was almost a sense of whimsy and play to the metal slug franchise, which I really liked. Like you're never going to have a mummy that dies, turns into a pile of bandages and comes back to life in Contra. You're going to have like a robot that's shooting lasers out of its eyes, which kind of crumbles and then like grabs your leg as you walk by and bites your ankle. Like it's a lot more dark. And I liked the playfulness of, of this game. You obviously have experience as well with different yeah. types of, of shooters, like, like side scrolling 2d shooters. Mm -hmm. What, to you set metal slug apart from those other games if anything well that's a good question i i think it's i think it is it's because it's not like the animation style where you're like oh my god like it's so unique or anything like that but i think the amount that was happening on the screen at any one time um and whereas 
th- you know, this is a this is a Japanese game. I don't think that has to be like you know kind of alerted, but like the way that there would be large, you're very small comparative to a lot of things on screen, which I remember. Yeah. And some of the things is a uh, scope would be so tremendous. And so yeah. I remember that as like a huge plane would take off and huge, two huge jets would like with like huge fire would come out. And it felt, you know, pretty awe inspiring for like a 2D side scrolling game. Like there was scope to it that uh, really added to kind of a bigger world feel. Yeah. I also like I, I use I, I use this word a lot, uh, but chunky, like it feels kind of mm. chunky as well, like visceral, like your shots matter, like they're 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 hitting something. And it, it kind of plays to this like there was a hyper violence to it that right. that went hand in hand with the cartooniness. I think the the in the arcade game that I played, the enemy's blood was white. So I guess that's how they got away with with like you'd like cut someone with a knife and they'd have like blood gushing, but it was white. So it was like whatever it's not actually blood um but i do remember that like you'd go from these these points of it's you versus three enemies on screen to something enormous like a behemoth taking off and now it's you against that thing and it's not like the three enemies were easy so now you're thinking well these three enemies that i just barely scraped by were one thing and now there's this enormous monstrosity that i have to take down and and the feeling of helplessness um that goes it kind of shifts you from like oh this is fun this is playful this is good to what the fuck am I going to do? And I liked, <laughs> I liked that. I liked that a lot. I I did too. Yeah, no, I, get, I get that feeling a lot. And like, there is some games like this where you just kind of, because of the lack of story and like narrative storytelling, you kind of have to just like, kind of go, what in the fuck is, okay, I yeah. guess, whatever. Let's yeah. just keep going. You're like, I guess I'll this totally, is what I'm doing now. Like, yeah, sure, like, yeah. I'm on board. Fine. This is why cults work. I get it. Yeah. Let's just do it. <laughs> You know, um, oh, speaking yeah. of cults, speaking of cults, okay. Um, I just watched it's not really about cults, but that's part of the backstory of this movie, The Lodge. Have you heard of The Lodge? No, I've never heard of The Lodge. Okay, so there was, I, 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 I think I may be not getting the name of this movie right. The Lodge is right, but there's another movie that the the writer director of The Lodge made. I think it's called Goodnight Mommy or something like that. And it's this Uh-oh. really weird, dark oh, story. Oh, they said mommy. Sorry. Okay. No, oh, that's spooky, spooky, spooky. But Ooh. actually, the mom in the movie gets some some like facial surgery done and is wrapped. Her head is wrapped up in bandages for a lot of oh, it. No. Which maybe she is a mommy. Maybe she is. Oh my God. Um, but the lodge is made by the same writer director. Goodnight mommy was super fucking dark and sick and twisted in, in the typical, like that kind of horror movie way. The lodge is maybe the best horror movie I've seen since hereditary. Oh. And I haven't heard enough people talking about it, given how good it actually is. But if you're looking for something to go out there and watch, um, definitely give the lodge a try and let me know what you think. Cause I, oh, I'm not wow. sure if I just, I was in the right mood for it, but it was so good. So hit us up on Twitter at retrograde pod. I'd love to hear what more people think about that movie. Yeah. I'd love to like, that's, that sounds really interesting. I definitely, yeah. Now, okay. uh, do you want to get into our, uh, our thoughts on this game before we take a break to play it? Absolutely. Let's do it. Um, Sweet. So uh, for those of you who are new or may have just forgotten, Andrew and I each give these games to specific rankings. The first ranking out of four bits is our review based on what the game meant to us growing up. As though we're reviewing it back when it first came out, then we take a bit of a break to revisit the game, play it, and give it its second ranking, also out of four bits, which represents how the game holds up in the modern day. That said, every game will receive an ultimate score out of a possible 16 bits, with eight of those bits coming from Andrew, four for the retro score, four for the current score, and eight for myself. Same breakdown. Andrew, could yeah. you please do me a favor? 
Okay. Unravel the bandages from your opinion and ah. unveil it to the world and break it down for us. Yeah, lift your head out of your dad's ass and please speak <laughs> into the microphone about giving an opinion on this game. I am... Um, <laughs> it's truly disgusting. It's truly one of the more uh, vile podcasts we've ever done. Um, it 100% is. It's not that kind of show. It's not that kind of show, but this week it is that kind of show. Um, uh, okay, Metal Gear... Metal Gear, I did it again. Metal Slug... Um, is is an interesting one because it kind of falls into this this area of the podcast that we find sometimes of i played it i liked it and i put it away in a box and never thought about it ever again i i this game was played out of necessity not out of interest it was never like oh i can't wait to go to uh chuck e cheese to play metal slug or dave and busters play metal slug it was more of just like you know oh it's there and everything else i want to play is being used that being said when i played the game i enjoyed the game so you know, it's not really its fault for it, but I also have to kind of punish it for the fact that it really didn't hold my attention or interest that much. Sure. So I'm going to give it a two and a half out of four. I probably okay. should give it a two, but the fact that I actually did enjoy playing it uh, will get us up to two and a half. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I have kind of a similar, like si- similar, but not quite on the exact same page where my actual play time with the game is not super super high but that's not because i chose not to play it it's because i saw it that one time in that arcade with my brother and then we kind of just never saw it again it wasn't in a Mm. lot of the arcades that we went to i didn't have a neo geo pocket although one of the reasons i wanted it because i recognized the game metal slug on it um but when i did play it that one time it worked so well we spent so much time that time playing it that it was legendary my brother and i talked about it all the time like hey do you fucking do you remember that game metal slug and when it started to come up again in in like popular culture uh in more prominence like getting releases on xbox and playstation i was like holy shit like maybe there was something to this game it wasn't just me having a good time the one time i played it so although i didn't spend a ton of time with it the graphic style, the hyper violence, even though it was kind of like downplayed, um, the 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 look and feel, the chunkiness to it, and the the way that it separated itself from something like Contra really stuck in my mind. And I I've never stopped thinking about that game in some capacity when I think about the best 2D side-scrolling shooter games. Um, so I'm gonna give this one a three out of four. And I would love to give it a three and a half, but because I didn't have as much playtime with it, I just kind of can't do that. Uh, yeah. But the time that I did have with it, I really did like. A 3 out of 4 is a solid score, and it means that I'd likely take a chance to play that game most times when I see it out there free. Uh, absolutely. absolutely. So these are, you know, actually kind of okay scores. A 2.5 and, and a 3 for a 5.5 out of 8. Um, I think it's kind of like a... Uh, it's not a damning score. It's not a praising score. It's kind of like, let's see what you got. Let's uh, yeah. let's put you in a good spot. So that if we like it, you know, we can kind of give you a good score. So I, I honestly think that people who do know and have played Metal Slug will think that that is a very low score compared oh, to what yeah. it could be. Like the fans of this franchise are diehard fans and they know that the reason why it's not as popular is just because SNK in North America did not get the love that it probably deserved at that time. But let's that's see. Right. I mean, that's what the retrograde is for, baby boys and baby girls. Yeah, absolutely. That's why we're here to do it. So let's go play the game, Mikey. Let's go and we'll see you on the other side. Bang, bang. Bye. Did you get a haircut? Uh, yeah, my sister and I had at it <laughs> to try to to try to fix my <laughs> the wings that were growing. Your sister cut your hair? Wow. Midway through cutting my hair, she was cleaning the the guard and and was doing it over the balcony at my cottage, and the razor part fell out of the guard into the water. So oh the razor gosh. she was using to cut my hair 
was unusable halfway through cutting my hair. So what'd you do? Use scissors, baby. Use oh, those wow. scissors like my life depended on it. Japanese version, original mode. English version, original. How is there two original modes? One's Japanese, one's, one's English. They're both original? Original gangsters, baby. Yeah, original gangsters, I know. I like how it just describes buttons to you. It's not telling you what to do. It's going like, why is Y button? Like, oh, okay. <laughs> this is, oh yeah. It's not like Y is throw a Jump, grenade. It's just, yeah. this is the Y button. They haven't changed anything. It still says insert coin on it. That's cool. I like that. It's because the original version. The characters look like they were designed in like a Frankenweenie Tim Burton case. <laughs> the witch is a good thing, always. Oh, of course. Frankenweenie is my favorite movie of all time. It's that in Casablanca. Frankenweenie was a good movie though. Which character were you? I'm gonna be Tarma. Uh, I was the guy with the 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 sideburn. Excuse me. Oh, that's me. Damn it, we're both the same person. Everyone has very long faces in this game. Yeah, hilariously long faces. I like. I also like for some reason that the uh, right bumper is shoot. It just seems like that's not typical of like it, it would just be like A or something like that. But it, it feels kind of visceral. Uh, the enemies have this like uh, cool animation where yeah. they'll like lay down on the ground and like perform army maneuvers and things like that. Like it's pretty sweet. I gotta say the animation is phenomenal. It like, really is. It's also one of those one hit things. So like you get hit once and you're uh, and you're done. There's it's something cool. I don't know if you've noticed, but like in the background, there's a story going on where we're in this kind of war torn area and there's like businessmen offering money to people to buy people's houses. Like yeah. You can't interact with them, but it's happening around you. And if you really wanted to pay attention, you could figure it yeah. out. There's also, if you save a prisoner of war, they usually give you like a little award, a reward of some sort. And they all have like beards and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While. Oh, now I'm on an attack camel. I, I'm a real big fan of the designs of the um, vehicles and, and, and enemy kind of like whatever they're they're using to get around. There's there's this weird way. It's, it, it's basically like what you said of how... It makes you feel super powerful at times in this game, where the some of the weapons are, are super crazy, like heavy duty. But then there's also, there's times when there's like 14 enemies on screen and you just line them up and mow them down. And you're like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, I, that was nothing. I just destroyed those guys. Oh, yeah. It's already starting to show up where like the mechanical side of it, like some of the, you know, motor vehicles, things yeah. like that, that are bigger than you, you got to attack. I kind of love it. I, I really can't get, I can't say enough things about the animation of the enemies. Like the way they do different stuff, the way that they attack with different styles. Like some will get pinned down low and like you got to just shoot high. I also love that you can shoot up. You can shoot up. There's this weird, I don't know if you're finding the same thing, but like sometimes you can shoot diagonally, but it's only kind of on the way to shooting up. Like if you have a machine gun, you can shoot diagonally on your way to aiming up, if that makes sense. So like while you're, while you're moving from aiming horizontally to aiming up, it'll shoot diagonally. So you have to kind of time it if you want to shoot someone who's in front of you and up top. How, like, how long did you drive the uh, attack camel for? I still have it. Same. Attack camel's great. It's great. It's weird though, because there's only one joystick. So you move left, right, and, and whatever, but you also can aim. But if you move back, your aim moves back. So you have to kind of like, yeah, that's kind of difficult. I'm finding that a little bit frustrating, but I mean, what are you going to do? It's it's a, it's a game that only has one joystick. Yeah, I also am finding it very frustrating that like you're so sensitive to getting hit with so much on screen and it kind of like, it really derails momentum. It's like a bullet hell game, eh? Like it. Yeah. Um, I also, I think I guess I misremembered it, but there is a big contra element to some of these bosses and like some of these these enemies. Like, like I just, I'm, I'm facing this spiked tank and it just went up on four, four legs. I, it has kind of a unique design to it, but oh this God. is very much reminding me of Contra. And even the music actually kind of went sort of Contra style, like, like very Konami-esque. Totally. 
The frame rate is a big problem though. Yeah, it's super choppy. Oh my god, this thing takes forever to shoot. Yeah, this 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 big tank is has some fucking health to it. Like this it's I've been shooting it for a long time. Yeah, I just finished it. Oh my god. So if you if you die and have to use a continue, you don't save any prisoners. You give oh, them really? Oh, that's too bad. Oh, finally, I fucking got him. Okay, there you go. Oh, wait, no, I didn't. Wait a second. My uh, camel just ran away on me. Yeah, it's weird. With I don't know if it's just the frame rate or what, but um, it's pretty difficult to time things when the frames are just kind of like cutting out out of nowhere. I also can't fucking believe how long this boss takes. Holy shit. I, Mikey, I'm telling you, man, it took me forever. I've now worked my way into the caves and I've discovered some mummies. Oh, the mummies! Um, Don't eat their ass. I'm trying not to, but they look good. <laughs> they look good, bro. I also have a gun that has like a remote control car that goes out and explodes on people. That's right. Oh, good. there's mummy dogs? Oh no! Don't kill them. I have to. They've got a taste for humans. It's interesting how the background story is clearly like industry getting in the way of whatever has been going on here. Like you go into the caves and there's like white people just like they're, they're basically excavating. And it's clear that this war is not about anything other than taking over land. No. Um, which is probably more political than games typically got back then. Absolutely. Yeah, it's really... Uh... Really turns into something. So if I got I got bit by the uh, zombie dog or the mummy dog, and I got turned into a mummy. Oh shit! Oh yeah, well, I have I have the gun that shoots the the race cars as well, the little uh, planes or whatever. That's pretty sweet. That's fucking creative. That's pretty cool. That reminds me very much of Ratchet and Clank, just like a gun that makes no sense and yet it's fun to use. Now I got a bunch of chickens following me. Man, this game is insane in descriptions. Well, I I had the mummy dogs. I was doing pretty well, but then the chickens started following me. Oh, and they're growing into big adult chickens, and now I'm <laughs> eating them. Oh, that doesn't feel right. The one one frustrating thing is because it's it's kind of hard to aim diagonally. The game purpose puts enemies at places where you can't yes you can't get to them unless you like jump around them and put yourself on a different level and it's like that's I, i've just never liked that that was like Mega Man as well when we when we went back to play that where it just kind of felt like why can i only shoot left and right it just it makes it unnecessarily yeah. difficult to line up your shots sometimes and it does, not in a way that feels fun holy shit i have the most powerful shotgun i've ever seen i know they, the one that just like blows like it just knocks them all over yeah yeah it's great Try not to get rid of it. I did, unfortunately, right after I said I love this thing. Ah, uh, that's why we kill things we love, man. Kind of a metaphor to my life, yeah. Oh shit, the dogs. I just don't get that. I do love that when you turn into a mummy, they keep a little bit of your character style where like it's got your hat or something like that. But like, yeah. I just don't get it. Why are the mummies still attacking me? I'm a mummy, man. Are we like mummy, like, are we on the same team? Oh, true, yeah. Mummies aren't attacking themselves. Yeah. Uh, next time, next time you become a mummy, crouch down. It's a really cool animation where you kind of like become the bandages instead of like you actually actually crouching down you just like oh yeah the bandage is just like un unspooled yeah in a game that doesn't allow you to aim diagonally to have these kind of precision enemies like right now these mummies are throwing out moths that go all around you that's a little fucking frustrating oh i like that there's a certain amount of organization here the mummy just got dropped down on a rope to get me. Like they knew like, oh, that'll surprise me. Um, <laughs> is, there, is there like a mummy commander that's like, okay, this is our plan. Yeah, they'll never see this coming. <laughs> oh man, I love, I love this shotgun, the fire shotgun. Oh, it's great. Oh shit, I didn't know that was a, uh, I saw like there's so many pickups. I just saw something flashing on the ground and I was like, great, here's like a, a little pickup thing. And it killed me. I didn't know that it was not an item and it was something to be avoided. And I lost my gun again. I keep losing that shotgun. Well, I, I will say too, that there's no, like, there's no description on what things are. So I'm just picking everything up. 
And then sometimes- And not knowing what it means. Yeah, it's like, oh, I didn't want to do that. Oh, this, oh my God. I will say, while I am completely enjoying this game and I can't wait to talk about it afterwards, if I was paying money for this, oh my God. You die a, you die a lot. Oh my God, game. you die a lot. And it almost seems unavoidable. It, like this- A lot of them are. Like a lot of them are completely, completely unavoidable. And there's no margin for error. You get hit once and you're dead. Yeah, like I don't even know what I'm supposed to do here. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and I died. <laughs> like, Yeah, I'm still making my way up the uh, the sarcophagus downtown. or whatever, the tomb, sorry. Um, I like the themes. The themes are pretty cool. But goddamn, I'm not really enjoying killing these mummies as much as I was enjoying killing the, the soldiers. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, I'm dying fucking a lot. <laughs> you know, it, like, it just gives you a little like, oh, this could be fun. And then uh, and then just takes it all away from you. You're so right. Like there's, there's these flashes of like, yes, this game is brilliant. I would love to see this game rebalanced for, I mean, I guess like it doesn't matter when you're dying, but it just, it, it doesn't feel good to die. And when you keep dying, it's like, well, I'm not playing this game right or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I kind of like it to be balanced a little bit better. Give me a little bit more control or agility. I think agility is a big issue in this game, given how much is moving around at any given time. It's just hard to avoid it tactfully. But yeah, totally. It, it, that's a good way of putting it. What the hell is going on? Why am I getting all this stuff? I just got a cat. Yeah, there's Whoa. a bunch of cats. I'm making my Whoa. way up the same tower, I think, as you right now. Oh, yeah, I see what you're uh, talking about. There's a big kind of like, oh, shit, I lost my, my robot killing thing. Me too. And now I can't shoot down. What the fuck? You can only shoot down if you're jumping. Like, what? Why? Why is that? But, hey, I don't make the rules. I don't make the rules of war anymore. I used to. You used to when you were a general. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of abused your power there too much. Eh, yeah. I mean, listen, you got to get away with what you can. Says who? <laughs> That's a good point. I don't know. Oh my God. This is absurd. Oh my God. Yeah. It's, this is, this is hard. This, this boss is very hard and it's another really long one. Why? Like, I don't, I just don't get why they make bosses so long in this game. Uh, if, if for no other reason than to get your quarters, like it seems like this is just something left over from that era of just like, how much money can we get out of these people? Yeah. We've talked about this in the past, like where difficulty meant long. And difficulty just meant making sure you died every so often so that they can afford to keep the cabinet in the arcade. Oh, I keep dying to this thing, man. I keep dying. I, it's like, I, like again, I just keep thinking back oh, I to got him. right now it's fine, but if I were paying for this, I would not be a happy camper. No. Oh, I got her. I got her. All right. Yeah, what's happening to these prisoners? Like when you die, do they just like, their lifeblood ends? What, what's happening there? All right. What do you think? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, let's do it. All right. And welcome back to the retrograde. Hello, we're going to war. Join us. My name is Alexander Hamilton. Let's fight oh for our rights. I just wanted to slip that in there somewhere. Jeez, hey, did you guys know I on. saw Hamilton live? <laughs> lot going on there. Um, <laughs> so we just played Metal Glug. Metal, oh, God. Metal Sorry? Slug Axe. I, metal Glug? Slug? Metal Glug. Well, Metal Slug, I think it's like the slug of a gun, right? Like. Like a, oh, like a bullet. I can't get past the insect. That's honestly, that's all <laughs> I've thought about. And when you say you can't get past it, if you're walking down the sidewalk and you see one there, you got to back up and go the other way. Can't go. Yeah. Can't get past it. I have, a, I have a terrifying fear of slugs. So please don't send me photos of slugs. Don't please send do not retro, retrograde, retrograde Andy. What, yeah, what is do your not name? send things to retrograde. Do not send pictures of slugs. To retrograde Andy. He will he will hate it. And slugs are notoriously fast and agile, and they will get in front of you and will not oh, let you pass. Those if there's one thing I know bastards. about slugs. Oh yeah. god. Um yeah. speaking of sneaky little bastards and fast and difficult and something, I have a segue to bring us back to Metal Slug. 
and something as just effortless <laughs> and clean amazing incredible what uh let's talk, let's get into the game a little bit um i i started off really fucking liking it really liking it and we didn't play a ton like definitely no. played less than we normally play um but I kind of got the sense that I I had it. Like I figured, I was like, okay, I'm good. Like I know exactly what this game has to offer um, and not really in a good way. I think I'm very much aware of why I loved this game or thought I loved it as much as I did based on only having played it the limited amount that I did. Um, maybe you feel the same way. I don't know. Did you did you well, have a lot of fun with it or what? Without without cheating my score too much, I'm kind of in, the, in two worlds right now where... This is a well-made game that has a lot of variety, really interesting graphics, a variety of guns, enemies. They do different stuff. There's a little bit of jumping and climbing and also side-scrolling. Uh, the animation of the soldiers is incredible. And like they do different stuff. And like you were saying, kind of in the gameplay, there is background story happening. There's so much that is so cool about this game. But on the other side is, is it fun to play? I don't know because it's so excruciatingly difficult um, and not even difficult. Like, Oh wow. I got to get better. Oh, okay. Wow. It's hard. I, it's asking more for me. It's just punishing in the way that it will make you die a lot and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. That I find super frustrating. Like I, here's the thing is even though we're playing this game and you're dying and you're coming back without having to put another quarter in the machine or, or really lose any progress at any point, Dying in a game is still an indicator that you have failed. So it shouldn't be a currency in the game. It shouldn't be like you are going to die, period. It's just a matter of how many times before you get to the end. Um, it, it just felt like dying was arbitrary, if that makes sense. Mm, like, yeah. I don't think you needed to die every time you got touched by something. And I don't think you had enough tools to cope with the chaos that was happening on screen at any given time. You you weren't as agile as like Samus. Like you couldn't curl in a ball and really avoid certain things. There were no iframes at any point right. to avoid taking right. damage. Um, and it and, and because of that, as as like you you asked, is this game fun? I think the gameplay is fantastic, but I think it chugs a little bit. I yeah. think it's a little too slow. Sorry, Mikey, it's slug. Slug. Oh, sorry. It slugs a little bit. Thank you. And, it's, and hey, that also works. It's a little too slow. It's a little too, Absolutely. here you go, sluggish. Uh, oh, <laughs> and that's a box oh, quote, baby. And it's the, promised, it's the promised wordplay that I told you we were going to get yeah. to. So for those yeah. of you who started this podcast thinking, this dude promised us more wordplay. Where is it? There it yeah. is. And that yeah. is it. No, that was the wordplay that you were promised. You're welcome. And you know what? Along the way, for free, we gave you lots of references to dad ass eating. You're welcome. Yeah. That's on us. That's, That's free. That's on us. That's free. Gratis. It's few things in life are free. Uh, the, I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking the land of the, as in yeah, the United of States course. of America, yeah, and the uh, ability to hear us talking about eating your dad's ass. Like that, those Absolutely. are the two free things in life. And that's all you really want. No, I, I couldn't imagine what else you'd want, to be honest. Um, I, I agree with you. It is, it is sluggish at times. I don't just, but that's the thing is like fun is such a key word that we talk about all the time on this podcast of like, what is fun and what is not fun. And, and because really at the end of the day, that's kind of the most important ranking that we're going to give things. If we think it's good, it's because it was fun in yeah. most cases. Um, 
it, this is just the worst because it's like at times it's just not fun. Even though yeah. there is so much in this game that should be th- all these different types of guns, all these different types of enemies. And like you're constantly running around and you know, there's so much on the screen at any one time. That being said, the difficulty and the just, you know, I, okay. Here's kind of thing is I don't ever assume I play an arcade game and whatever the buried entry is like 25 cents. Let's say it is. I don't assume I'm holding a quarter in my hand and going, this is the whole quarter I'm going to play for this whole game and beat the game, right? For sure. But I also don't assume that the game, I swear to God, Metal Metal Slug X, is thinking that, well, you need about $7 to beat this game. like. Because it, it, it is like, there's just, I know there are probably like great quick play, like, uh, you know, you know, they beat the game in 20 minutes or something like that online. But that's, I just, I don't think it's taking into account an average person going into arcade and playing it. I think it's just trying to juice as many coins out of you as possible, which I really resent. Yeah, I and and you and I talk about that all the time, how that translates to modern games when they re-release games on a modern console. And it just seems like a time tax or like I said, like a currency. It's like death is something that's going to happen. And because of that, it feels arbitrary. In this game, when I died, it didn't feel really like I most of the time that I did anything wrong. It was just yeah. like, well, that's the time. Like, here's here's a list of things I think this game could do to make itself legitimately one of the most enjoyable side-scrolling games and maybe that changes what the game is and therefore people don't like it but as it stands right now it feels a little fucking clunky what you what i would like to see make the projectiles a little bit smaller um so that they're they're easier to kind of maneuver in and around because the screen is pretty tight and a projectile takes up like a significant percentage of the pixels that you then have to avoid and given that there's like 30 projectiles at any given time doesn't give you much room to work with If you're going to keep the projectiles the same size and the screen as filled with things that can hurt you, you need to give the player more agility and more of an ability to avoid these things without feeling like the number of times I saw a slow moving missile coming towards me and thought my character cannot move fast enough to get out of the way of that. And there's already something above it. So if I jump, I'm going to hit that. It's inevitable. I'm going to get hit. That doesn't feel fun. What is fun is seeing all the chaos, like the game we played um, uh, with with uh, well, Tor- Toronto Legend Jesse Borg. Oh uh, yeah, what was, yeah. Uh, UN UN Squadron, where mm-hmm. it would throw. It was a bullet hell game. There was so much around you that could hurt you, but you could f- navigate that path and not take mm-hmm. any damage. It didn't feel like that was quite as doable or as reasonable in this game, and that really is a detriment. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think that's a great comparison, to be honest, in the way that that game was more like a puzzle in the way that you could learn its rhythm and kind yeah. of figure it out and take time where like, that's kind of what I'm asking for. And like, make me get better. That's okay. Yeah. Make ask more from me to learn and go, oh, okay. This one felt like when the, when the fucking mummy drops out of the sky on a rope and breathes on you. So you turn into a mummy. I'm not really sure what I'm supposed to do there. Like not, not, not only go forward, like not only what you're supposed to do to avoid it, it's it's what do you do once you get mummified uh, to get out of it? Because that it's making the game not fun. Your punishment yeah. for getting hit by the mummy is that you move slow and have less agility to avoid getting hit. Like that to me is is such a weird punishment. You got yeah. hit, have less fun with the game for the next twenty seconds until until something changes. Like no thanks. That's yeah. not that's not a good way to go about it. I'm not not a huge no. fan of that. Um, no. And it, we're, we're being pretty harsh on the game. Like it's not I'm not giving this a terrible, terrible score. And, and I think we should get into our reviews now. Um, but but there's I think it's one of those games where it's frustrating because 
we both recognize how good it could be, but it just seems to get in its own way a lot. So do you want to, do you want to get started and maybe give this game uh, your ranking out of four bits as it stands in the modern day? Yeah. Yeah, I, I absolutely. So in the, uh, in the retro scores, Mikey gave it a three and I gave it a two and a half or a five and a half out of eight. And Mikey, you're going to have a tough time believing it, but this is tough. Oh, it's so tough. Just like the it game is. itself. Just like the game itself. Andrew has never had an easy time giving a review. I really don't. It's it's hard. It's my Sophie's choice. You know, um, <laughs> that's an easy uh, choice. Are you kidding me? That was such an easy choice. I liked such one way more choice. than the other. Um, way more. Oh, and if you don't know the right answer, you're not paying close enough attention. Um, you it, you missed you missed the point of that movie. I think. Yeah, I think we got to have Meryl on to talk about it. Um, yeah, and then and she then actually, obviously she she called she's been begging to get on this podcast. She so has. I think maybe I think eventually we have to make some time for her. But uh, no. uh, Meryl, if you're listening, as we know you always are, we'll we'll get you on. Don't worry, we'll. Uh, but, but like we like we keep asking her like you you can't come on the retrograde. That's our that's our that's our number one horse. We can't get you on this one. We, yeah. we could get you on Doubtcast though. Like yeah, and <laughs> Doubtcast is uh, the the podcast. And if you haven't heard Doubtcast guys yet, it's hidden. On the internet, a lot of people actually doubt that it even exists, which is absurd oh, to me because it's there. They have doubts. They have doubts. No. Oh. Yeah. It's it, co-hosted it, by the thick ghost of Philip Seymour Hoffman. The thick, the dense ghost, Andrew. No, he's always dense, right? He's which dense. is ironic because he's not because he's an apparition. But he's an apparition. He's he's very very trans. He's transparent, but he's dense because his mind doesn't work quite the way as you or I. We have two feet firmly planted in the modern living world, and he yeah. has one foot in the afterlife. And he's dealing with all the bullshit that God's throwing at him there. Yeah. And he's got one foot in, in everyday life. He has taxes that are left over. Yeah, His family's yeah. judging him and he just can't kind of focus. It's just, there's a lot of computing no. power. Going he has on unfinished in business in the real world. And so it doesn't yeah. allow him to fully go into the, into the ghost world, but he's yeah. too dense to figure out what the finished unfinished products are. Too you know, he's just, Ugh, he's just he's not, not there. there. He's not no. there. You know what? Uh, I do have doubts that he's ever going to leave this earthly plane. <laughs> Meryl, that kind of rapport you can expect on Doubtcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it, this is tough. It's tough because um, it's tougher than a $2 steak. Uh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's in the way that it is fun. There is so much good about this game. Like I was saying, the graphics and the levels and the, the, the type of variety of attack and enemies and stuff. It's how, what more could you ask? And a lot of it really, it's impressive for 1999 because a lot of it looks like if a really cool, like indie side scrolling game came out today, you would mm -hmm. add these yeah. little flourishes of like an opponent walking on the screen and going, ah, and being surprised. And then kind of, you know, having to work its way around there. Like I, there is something really incredible about what it did. The problem is it just kind of the, the type of game it is kind of poisons the fun that you would have because it tries to milk as much out of you as possible instead of it letting you just play the fun game that it created. Like, yeah. you know, I, I just, I, you know, I think about it all the time, like just companies shooting themselves in the foot from like, you invest all this time, you did a great product and then you don't let people really enjoy it. Um, I it's it, it is tough in the way that I would want to play this game again, but then I would pick it up and go, oh right, oh god, like I want to play the game, but I just wouldn't enjoy playing it. I really wouldn't because I would just die every seventeen seconds. Yeah, and yeah. so I'm gonna for its for its incredible quality and for its prospect of being fun, I'm gonna give it a two and a half. Uh, but unfortunately, that not giving it the rest of the one and a half because it's just such a pain in the ass to deal with.
Yeah. And it's interesting. Again, it's like, yes, you're dying and people might not understand why that's frustrating if we're not actually paying more money to play it. But again, dying in a game is a sign that you're not doing something right. And I don't yeah. like that being rammed down my throat when I don't feel I have all that much I can do to avoid it. Uh, and I know there's going to be some of those listeners who are just like, well, get good. I can play it and not get hit or whatever. But mm -hmm. to me, it's like, it's not, I don't know that the the requirement to be good at the game not taking a single hit just doesn't feel in line with what that game is given everything that it's throwing at you at any given time the one thing that i'm thinking is we did so we went back and we played metal slug x which is a remake of metal slug 2 and they have two versions of the game they have the original version and then they have an updated version and i wonder if that updated version is a little bit better but we're we're trying to play what the game was back then to see how it stands in the modern day to play the remake doesn't quite serve the same purpose so if if you're sitting there screaming like no they fixed all the issues that you're talking about great that's great for the modern day metal slug but the the past metal slug that we played just doesn't hold up as well and your score of of a two and a half out of four i think is is very uh i think it, it's pretty on point and i'm struggling with a two and a two and a half because uh the reason is is there are like i would rather go back and play contra than this game and yeah. And, and there are a lot of 2D side scrollers that I would rather play. If I'm playing a 2D side scroller and I want it specifically to be from that era, I'm going to play a different game like Contra. Right. And if I want a 2D side scroller that I want to play now, like more of a beat em up, I'd probably play something like uh, like Broforce. Like Broforce is a way more fun game. Mm. And because of that, I think it. I, I don't. I don't mind a two and a half, but I'm going to give it a two just because there are so many better options out there. And it's unfortunate because, like you said. For a game from 1996, the design oh, and the story going in the background and all like is baffling how good yeah. it is. Or yeah. sorry, this one's from 98, but still, it it, yeah. it's, it clearly a lot of attention has been put into these things, but it just gets in its own way. And that I think is the more frustrating thing. A game that almost failed a little bit less, but wasn't an amb as ambitious may get the same score, but because it could have been so much more with some easy changes, I'm giving this one a two out of four. Yeah, I don't I don't blame you at all. So my two and a half and your two is a four and a half out of eight. And that gets us to a combined score of 10 out of 16. Um, I think that's like a perfect score for yeah, it. It's like I, a flawed game that is not bad. You know, yeah. it's too bad. It's too bad because this game would have been so much fun. And when I started, I was like, oh, here we go. I am absolutely coming back to play this game. And then it's just like leaves you such a sour taste in your mouth. I was, I was legitimately thinking, I'm like, this is my new couch co-op game. Like this is the game I want to play. And yeah. I don't think having someone, I think having someone else playing with you would just increase the chaos in a bad oh, yeah. way. So I'm not, especially if you can shoot your, your teammates, I don't think they would do that given how tight everything is, but still like, I don't, I would, again, I'd rather go back and play, and play Contra three alien wars that like that game to me, or even again, I've said this before. I don't think bro force was played enough. Go find Broforce and play it. That game is one of the best 2D side-scrolling games I've ever played. Have you ever played Broforce, Andrew? No, I never have. I honestly think, even though it's not a classic game, we should do that game on this podcast. Sure. Uh, maybe even soon to show what a, a good modern side-scrolling game is, which takes, yeah. takes influence from the older games, but just revamps it to make it better. Oh, I, I think that's a great idea. I'd love to play that game because I, I there was so much I liked about this game and I really wanted to like it. And it's just too bad it didn't work out. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. So on that on that incredible note, um, we just want to remind everyone Father's Day is coming up. So don't forget to eat some ass. And 
And more than anything, I just wanted to, I just wanted to reveal something, Mikey. Uh, it is of course, June 2nd. And I got you one more week of not talking about dark souls for free. Gratis. No, baby. I forgot you could have we were... talked about it all episode. Well, no, Dummy. because technically we're recording before then. And I wouldn't want to lose the listeners trust. They trust me to hold uh-huh. it, to not talk about that amazing perfect franchise wow. uh for the yeah. scope of the entire 30 days of march um it may but if, if may- you were uh <laughs> what <if> you- <laughs> what what year is it uh <laughs> you know if you had thought it was so good you would have talked about it for the last five weeks but you haven't so you know that's on you oh, um, <laughs> i hate you i hate you i'm legitimately a little upset right now <laughs> i can't believe i got you the whole episode not talking about it well deep ads we hope you're saying safe and you hope you're saying sane during all this time of uh i don't know pick a thing that's wrong because there's a thousand <laughs> of them right now uh and just know world. just know no matter who you are we love you very much and we hope you're doing great we'll talk to you soon babies game over <laughs> Feel free to review the podcast. <clears throat> Feel free to review the podcast on your platform of choice, and you may hear your review featured on a future episode. Subscribe, like, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Listen direct and find our show notes at theretrogradepod.com. Join us on Facebook or on Instagram at the Retrograde Podcast. Or Twitter at RetrogradePod. And you can always send us an email at the retrogradepodcast at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this, make sure you let your player two know it. <laughs> if you enjoyed this, make sure to let your player two know to give us a listen. Let's play again next week. D-pad. No, that sounds so dumb with a pause. What is wrong with me? Am I have a head injury? Let's play again next week, D-pads. Fuck it. That sounded good. Name your top 20 poison songs. Here are mine.